Before we begin our podcast, we'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land we're recording on. For Cass, it's the Borogagal people, and for Haley, it's the Durawal people. Welcome to Drag Me Out. I'm Haley, and I'm Cass. All right, how was your week? What'd you do? What did I do this week? Well, I was a little bit ill this week, so I had a little bit of time off work. Had a swim on Monday and ended up having to leave early on Monday from work because I had a little bit of an ear infection, sinusy thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then I had uh, Tuesday off sick and then I went back to work Wednesday and yesterday. And today was my usual every other Friday off. Mm -hmm. So I got up, I had every intention of going for a swim swim, but then um, I thought, oh, no, I better watch RuPaul's Drag Race UK because, you know, research. And then next thing I knew, it was half 11, quarter to 12, something like that. And then it was like, I need to go and have a shower and go and get a haircut. I got hairs cut, although you can't really tell that I did. No, you can't. Still looks a bit full for you. That's because it's fresh and she didn't put product in it because it wasn't Sergio. Look. <sighs> Maybe Sergio's not talking to you. No, Sergio was there and he said hello and everything. But look, check it out. I've got a grey line just there and a grey line just there. Couldn't see it <laughs> earlier today before I had the hair. <laughs> but it's okay. Uh, what else did I do? I went to Big W and bought some more gaudy Christmas decorations. What did you do? Besides the kids being arse faces, nothing mm. much. Nothing much? Nope. Just tried to get through the week without ending it all. Didn't win the 100 million. That was disappointing. No, but it's gone up to 160 million. So. Yes. That extra $60 million will be handy in the back pocket, you know yes. what I'm saying? Hey, I'd share it with a couple of people. Like, well, well, I got the receipts that you said you'd give us $10 million. I got the receipts. If I win the $160 million, How much if I get? What, what, what if you get $80 million? Mm, Like three? Hang on. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're... <laughs> It's been a while since you've worked at the casino. Your math isn't right. <laughs> okay. So you said 160 million, we get 10 million. Mm-hmm. Half of that is 80 million. Half of 10 million is 5 million. I'm aware of what half of 160 million. Oh, speaking of the casino, they could use that 100 million jackpot. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they could. As soon as it popped up on the news, I like sort of like perked my head up from my phone and I was sitting with my mum and I'm like, ha, eat a dick. And she just starts laughing. <laughs> well, someone was reading about it at work when we were in the office on whatever day it was. They were reading it and they just kind of like looked at me and I went, <laughs> well, they can do whatever they want. They got rid of me and this is what, this is called karma. This is what happens when you get rid of me. True. Right? Mm. All of these problems started happening after I left. Although me saying that I left meant that I had a decision in it. (laughs) 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 
didn't get a decision in it. They just turned around and went, the door's over there. <laughs> All right. Like I said, everything happens for a reason. Does. Is oysters new for you? Is that your new food? Or? No, 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 no. We had that. We had that down in Tasmania. That's when I found out I could eat oysters. Um, oh, no, thank you. Uh, yeah, I had some lasagna this week. My husband had a menu made up for the place that he works with, and he showed me it. And it had a picture of an oyster. Let's just say it didn't look like an oyster. It looked like another bodily part. I guess is the word. No one of the Lesbians like the oysters. <laughs> oysters. Just yeah. saying. Oysters. Yeah. They were good. They were really, really good. But I had, we actually, um, I meal prepped a little bit earlier this week, two days ago. <laughs> it was really early this week. It was two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I made up a, a nice healthy-ish lasagna and like meal prepped it. So we've got quite a few of them. I can't remember. My friend messaged me and she was like, number one, she told me what her drag name would be. And number two, she said, why do you guys hate lettuce so much? And I'm like, I feel that we've, like, she's only on episode two, but I feel we've explained why. It's not that we hate lettuce. Don't we do. Come, lettuce well, lovers of the world, don't <laughs> come for us. We used to love lettuce. But oh, yeah. Make sure- when it makes you vomit, you don't really like it very much. I haven't even bothered to try it. Like, I think it's in like the little bit of like coleslaw that I have. Like, it's like through, but even, yeah, it, but it, like, you know how lettuce kind of migrates into there somehow into the little mix? Uh-huh. I feel that I've had a little bit of it, but I haven't in a, had. In a small dose, it's fine. Yeah, but, I, you yeah. know, when you want to put a lettuce leaf on a burger or, you know, you want to have lettuce with a salad, everybody's different. Everybody's different. Some people can handle it just fine. It makes me vomit. And mm-hmm. it makes a lot of other people who have had the surgery vomit. But you know what? There's only one way for you to find out. So don't come for us lettuce lovers of the world. You know? I haven't tried it just because I'm so turned off about hearing about it like about what it does so I haven't bothered from me or from everybody who's experienced it Mm, from you mainly because I mainly talk to you about it and when do you start listening to me anyway uh, I have to this is what we're doing now I mean it is (laughs) I'm going right through I tried to meet you but it didn't work Half of 10 million is 5 million. Half of 10 million is 5 million. Yeah, but then that only leads me with 35 million to play. No, it leaves you with 75. No, 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 no. So so I'd invest half of it already. Like it'd be, that'd be gone. Because you need money to. Invest it into this podcast. I'll happily take it. (laughs) I told you I would hire you. I cost yeah. I cost five million dollars. <laughs> I could buy new talent for that. <laughs> I could buy more Instagram followers for that. Oh, anyway, this week's food update. No, I haven't. I haven't been doing well with food. I've like literally been picking stuff here and there. Like I'll have a bit of fruit, and I'll have tiny bits of chicken. I tried getting the you know the shredded roast chicken from the deli at Woolies. It was a little bit slimy yeah like I like when I and I know people probably don't but I like chicken when it's dry as shit like cook the shit out of that chicken because then I know it's cooked 
and I could string it up and make like Caesar salads or whatever I did with it. But yeah, so I've gone off that. And then the I got the coleslaw mix with the beetroot, the mm-hmm. yeah, beetroot carrot. And, but it tastes like dirt. Beetroot tastes like dirt. I don't like beetroot. So it's just a fail for me this week. This week, I'm just not on food. I'm just not feeling food this week. I could go without it. But I'm trying to concentrate more on getting my liquids in. Mm-hmm. And that slows my food intake down because I'm trying to leave that gap. I'm trying not to drink whilst I eat. Also cut out Red Bull. I mean, I substituted that with, I make a, we have a coffee machine and I put uh, chocolate oat milk in it. So it's kind of like a, I think it's like a mocha. I don't, I don't know what they call coffees. Mm-hmm. And that's what I've been having instead. I uh, had my last Diet Coke that was in the fridge a couple of days ago. Haven't had one since. Missing something fuzzy. I need something fuzzy in my mouth. I had some Pepsi today. See, I don't like Pepsi. It was one of those places where the, you go, can I have a Coke? And they go, we've only got Pepsi. And then I go, okay, see you later. No, I just went, I went, I just went, fuck it. Give me the Pepsi then. <laughs> and I drank it and I didn't like it, but I drank it anyway. But i got a question though, because mm-hmm. last week's episode, watched for quality purposes yes you said you haven't been taking your tablets your vitamins so i started taking them again Mm -hmm. and i also actually i also got my new delivery of vitamins for the next three months and Mm -hmm. i ordered the raspberry chews not the lemon chews in the calcium chews much nicer People who are listening to this who are thinking about bariatric surgery and who do not have a health fund, like me, the surgery is $20,000 if you go through a weight loss clinic like I did, right? So it's about $8,000, dollars $8, for the clinic itself, and that is for all of the checkups and any psychology that you want, hmm. right? And then the rest of it is obviously for the surgery itself and the hospital. But if you go through a clinic like I did, so you're paying for the dietitian and the surgeon. So every time um, they send me off to go and get my bloods every three months, huh? bariatric people who are thinking about it, okay? When you do your blood tests for bariatric, <laughs> for the follow-ups, and just before you're due to have your surgery, they don't just take one or two vials. They take 11. So every three months, I have to give them 11 vials worth of blood. They, they check all of your levels. They're, suppo- they're supposed to do a check-in with you every three months to make sure that your sugar levels are fine, your iron levels are fine, your calcium levels are fine, all of your levels, your zincs, everything, everything, because they need to find out whether or not you are suffering from any kind of a vitamin deficiency. And then they can, the dietitian can tailor things for you and give you specific things that you can have that will actually increase whatever your deficit is. That was the day I found out that I was a type two diabetic and Cass had no idea. So she had to deal with that while she was listening to waffle on for two hours. Look, right. I've been meaning to do it. I just 
had have other things going on. Yeah, but they're, they're supposed to get in contact with you, Doc. Well, my doctor did call me last month and I said I would book in to see him and I haven't done that yet. Because then they'll send you the pathology thing for you to go and get your bloods done. You need to get your bloods checked to see whether or not you do have a deficiency. So what happened in my surgery was because I had the iron deficiency, instead of them going like, let's just get it to eat red meat and spinach and all of the other crap that has um, iron in it, they just gave me, a, they gave me an iron fusion while I was in surgery. And so ever since then, my, and, and since the shot, my vitamin D levels have been great. All of my levels, I'm, I'm in remission for type 2 diabetes now. But I find out every three months, maybe it also has something to do with the amount of weight that I had to lose and how my health was in general before the surgery. And they're just checking to make sure that everything's okay. But Your pancreas, how's it doing this week? Is it bursting? I suffered an injury today. <laughs> okay. At the shopping centre because... Some bitch pushing her pram, looking down at her phone, ran into my leg. (laughs) I was walking diagonally to avoid her. She changes direction and crashes into my leg. I have walked past several I have walked through several streets over the years my wife is an offender but she's realized now not to do it because she's seen the impact if you are walking in a shopping center on a footpath in a shop in an airport in a train station wherever it is don't walk while you're looking down at your fucking phone There is nothing worse than seeing somebody walking like this. And you go, I can see you coming. Are you going to see me? I don't think you're going to see me. No, you're not going to see me because you just hit me with your fucking brand. (laughs) Right? Because you're supposed to look where you're going. I'm not going to lie. I have laughed my ass off when I have seen people walking with their phone who have tripped, mm-hmm. walked into poles mm-hmm. or slipped down the gutter when they're actually on their phone when they're trying to cross the road. Funny situations. All funny situations, however, dangerous situations as well. Oh, 100%. Right? How hard is it to just fucking walk on a footpath or in a shop or wherever it is and just walk? Nothing is that important that you have to walk like this, right? And if you, something that's happening on your phone is important, move across, out of the way of everybody, stop what you're doing. Lucky for me and lucky for the lady that hit me today with her unruly stroller behaviour, I bounced back from injury pretty quick now, okay? Did she know that she hit you? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Was and there an apology? This, oh, this is what happened. So she hits me and I went, I knew you were going to do that because you were looking down at your phone. And she went, oh, sorry. And I went, no, 
don't apologize to me. How about you don't walk holding your phone while you're pushing your child? How about you spend the time with your child? Now I'm going to have a bruise on my leg. I've got a little bit of a mark. I don't have a bruise. Just fucking don't walk and use your phone at the same fucking time. It's not that difficult, people. I barely have my phone out. And you know where it becomes really dangerous is where people who stand on a train station platform who are on their phone who have small children. These small children running around on the platform while you're on your phone. There are so many people that do this. It is unbelievable. Mm -hmm. People get so engrossed with their phones. And see, you can't do that in this day and age, not with people who like to snatch kids and stuff. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if I'll name a stupid bitch's name. Anyway, I want to say Karen, but it's taken. Um, uh, Bethany. Bethany, right? So a good old Bethany is pushing a stroller with a pram, checking out a phone, too busy concentrating on her phone and not on her child. Somebody could walk past, literally grab the kid and walk away, and she wouldn't be she wouldn't be any the wiser because she's too busy on her Instagrams and her TikToks and all of this other stuff. Like it's called spatial awareness. Be aware of the space around you. You can't do that while you're on the phone. These, I understand, are a necessary evil. The thing is that they should not be consuming every part of your day and affecting mine. Don't walk and use your phone because, you know, I know they child it, but I don't know if it actually is, is the case now. But what was happening was if you were using it while you are um, crossing the road at a set of traffic lights, right, you could get fined if the police saw you. Well, it's they named it, was it dumb walking? Something like that, yeah. I don't know if it's a law, but like if I know they like get people for jaywalking, but it happens all the time at Central where people will walk out in front of a tram on their phone. Like lucky the trams are generally going slower around that area anyway, but at what point do you go, is my life more important or right. is my phone more important? Well, when you're at a busy intersexual or homosexual, right, mm-hmm. how many times if you're waiting for your turn to cross and you see the other side crossing and everything, how many times have you actually seen people bump into each other? Yeah. Quite a lot. And it shouldn't be happening because you shouldn't be walking and using your phone at the same time. See, I'll only do it if I'm probably in a shopping center, I won't lie, but I don't have anything with me. Like it'll just be myself and I won't bump into anyone because I think from where we used to work, my peripherals are great. So I'm generally really aware (laughs) of what's going on around me. I don't think I've ever, the only, the only thing I would say is if I'm walking and I'm on my phone, I can tell that someone's about to bump into me because they're on their phone and they're not aware that I'm walking towards them. So I I think I can give that to our old job. The fact that my spatial awareness is pretty good and I can look up from my phone, realize I don't even have to look up. I can, I can sense when someone's in my vicinity or in my bubble. So that's really generally the only time that I'll do it. And 
by the way, you got series or you got the Alexa. You just talk and they will do it for you. But, you know, most of the time, because when where I have to go into the office is right near a bus stop and there's a lot of school kids that are there in the morning when I when I get there at like 20 past seven in the morning. And I watch them, I walk behind them and they've got their phones out and they're, they're just watching like TV shows or they're watching something. It's like, oh, like, can't you wait till you get to the bus stop while you're waiting for the bus? Do it. Like, that's fine. But don't do it while you're walking on the street. Like, just don't do it. Natural selection. Fucking hell. That's the future of this country. Wasting their time walking along the street, watching fucking ticky tocks. Ticky tocks. Yeah. What burst your pancreas? My pancreas is about to explode. Mine's not like a huge one, but it's it's got to do with driving again. People who don't know how to use roundabouts. Now, this is the law, and I checked this today. In New South Wales, first on, first served. We do not have to give way to the right. right. However, it does less make it less chaotic if you do give way to the right so I can understand but if I enter the say someone's coming in from the right and I enter the enter the roundabout and he hits my boot it's his fault correct you're already in the roundabout yes and I don't tend to do that where there's only a few roundabouts where I'll actually indicate off just because they're a bit funky looking. Like they'll maybe have a three-way or like maybe like ones. You should straight. indicate in and indicate out. I don't generally indicate out, but I will indicate in. The only random ones that I will do it at is the ones that they're just a bit like they're a bit skew, like they're, yeah. they're off a bit. Because also when people indicate off, I sometimes tend to think they're going to merge on top of me. Mm. So that's why I don't generally do that plus you can change lanes in a roundabout yes i don't believe that you should be able to but you can mm-hmm. it's just a general i'm sure anyone's been you know caught at a roundabout and had some idiot either be on the roundabout or you know just, just learn how to use them mm-hmm. i think um we should uh make some clarification to our viewers and listeners in the united states We'll see. This is what I was going to say. They don't have roundabouts. they don't have roundabouts. So roundabouts basically work like your four-way crossings, but there's a big circle in the middle of it. You just go around in a circle until you get off to what you need to do. It's to allow the flow of traffic to continue. It allows from all of the thoroughfares to be able to flow continuously. So there's no traffic lights or anything like that. And it's also an opportunity to get the traffic to slow down. Yes. Right. But it's to allow for continual flow of traffic. So there's no build up, usually in residential areas. They, in Canada, they've got four way intersections. Whoever gets there first goes. That's, that's the rule. And, and that's how accidents happen. Yeah. I guess. What if we, what if we get there at the same time? You'd have to yield to the left because they drive on the other side. But no, the I fact don't. that we're trying to work it out and we're not in a car. If you're at that intersection and that's how accidents happen, that's why roundabouts are very, very good for that because it just allows for continuous flow. Yeah. 
just learn how to use a roundabout. Right? And don't go over it. Yeah. Go around it. Yeah, round it. That's what's called a roundabout, not an overabout. Yeah, but I accidentally clip sometimes. Oh, the little ones? Yeah. They're okay. Whatever. I don't want to turn Mm. that far. There's one that I clip all the time, but everybody does. There's one I clip all the time, but my wife who doesn't drive always goes, and Buck says you do it. And I'm like, nope, it's not going to happen today. And then clip. (laughs) Yeah, just a small one. No, No particular incidences. I hate people who, which, okay, maybe, maybe I do this where say I'm going on to a roundabout and then someone cuts me off and then you just hear this long me the, the whole way around. Look, I may have done that, um, but we get it. You know, usually, oh, was that you who did it to me the other day. <laughs> probably. I don't like when people cut you off in a roundabout because it's not only really dangerous they're probably the ones that are going to get killed because I'm heading straight for your face, basically, uh, when you cut me off. But, yes, I, I I do like to beep. I like to use my horn, but mostly I like to give that gesture, like, what the fuck are you doing? Learn how to drive. Yeah. Moving on. Yeah. Who wants to go first? Movies. I watched Fright Night. Yes. You and did. I did my homework assignment early. You did. I did. Colin Barrel was in it. Mm-hmm. And so it started and I wasn't paying attention to any of the credits at the beginning. I can't even remember if there were any. And then Tony Collette was in it. Oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you that. <laughs> it was a pleasant surprise. I was really, I, I, I was like, okay, I mean, I, I'm, I, I like Tony Collette. Yeah, I like so, too. <clears throat> Premise is that there's a young kid in town. Uh, they're in. I think they live in like the suburbs or the dust bowl of Vegas or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And he lives there with his mom, who's a real estate agent. She's annoyed by the next door neighbor who has a skip who's just moved in. So the kid used to be a bit of a loser at school. He's got a hot girlfriend. He's trying to hide the fact that he's a nerd, all of this other stuff. They come home and the mother is talking to the next door neighbor who is Colin Farrell, one of his friends who is a nerd that he's trying to avoid because he doesn't want to be associated with the nerds anymore. Oh, oh, kids go missing. A couple of kids have gone missing from the town. The friend says to him, like, your neighbor whose name, it was like a dweeby name. I have no idea. Gary? Sylvester, something stupid like that. Mm. Anyway, um, he goes, oh, your next door neighbor, I reckon he's a vampire. And he's like, no, he isn't. He goes, uh, people are going, kids are going missing. And like, he's really weird. And I've been following him. And so he showed him some footage of like the next door neighbor driving up in his truck and getting out of the car. But because vampires don't leave images or cast shadows or can be seen in mirrors or anything like that, the truck door closes and he there's footsteps or whatever it is, but you can't see him, right? And he's going, like, here's the proof. There's a woman in the street who's a stripper, pole dancer, escort, whatever you want to call her. Stripper. She's um, on, she works on the Vegas Strip. Yeah. A couple of things happen and the kid's like, maybe he actually is a vampire. And so... The next one neighbor goes to the house to ask for beer because he's got a girl coming over and all of this other stuff. 
And like, he's like, he, he knows vampires can't enter unless they're invited in, mm-hmm. right? And this is after, oh, the friend goes to investigate again and he gets done in by the vampire. Yes. Oh, the other huge surprise in it for me was David Tennant. Yes. Doctor Who. Yes. Doctor, Doctor Who. Who. Yes. I mean, I'm not a nerd that watches Doctor Who and shout out to all the nerds out there that do watch Doctor Who, but I do know that he was Doctor Who. So he is a guy that knows everything about vampires. So the kid goes to him and goes like, I think my next door neighbor's a vampire. And he's like, get the fuck out. I don't want to talk to you. Blah, 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 blah. And then, so the next door neighbor gets hip to the fact that the kid is onto him. Right. And so the kid is like trying to protect his mother and his girlfriend and all the mayhem ensues and everything. And some weird stuff goes on and David Tennant's character is like, oh shit, I bet, guess I better go help him. They're fighting Colin Farrell, the vampire. They're running into him with his cars, all of this other stuff. David Tennant says to the kid, if you stab whatever this is directly into his heart, all of his victims will come back from the dead will come back from being vampires and everything will be happily ever after because the girlfriend gets done in by Colin Farrell. But he's like, you've got to get close to him to be able to do it. And he goes, well, how am I going to do that? And then the kid actually goes, what I need to do is tether myself to him. David Tennant's like, you know, you need to be able to distract him by fire. That way you can get close enough to be able to stab him in the heart. And then he figures out, yeah, I'll tether myself to the guy. And then, like, he goes to a hardware store and buys all this shit and then, like, they're, still, they're fighting and then David Tennant's fighting and everyone's fighting and then they light him up and, spoiler alert, he gets close enough, stabs the fucker in the heart and then everything goes back to normal. That's pretty much Fright Night. This is a remake too. Oh, is it? This is, yeah, there's an original Fright Night. Uh, okay. Right. Like from the 80s? Oh, the yeah, yeah, no, 70s? you're right. Yeah, no, yeah, no, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. I I'm just not into like horror and all of that other stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's, I think I've watched maybe 15 horror movies in my whole entire life. I went into watching it going, whatever. If it's entertaining, it's entertaining. If it's not, it's a Haley movie. I wouldn't be surprised if it's not entertaining because in Sharknado. You fucking <laughs> loved it. You gave it a whole. Blow from toast. So I gave it 27 roast chickens, all right? So don't fucking come for me, right? So I went in not thinking anything of it. I didn't look it up. I didn't do anything. I actually really enjoyed it. Oh. I really did. I really did. I am giving it a good three and a half slices of bread. Slices okay. of toast, sorry. Three okay. and a half slices of toast. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. To the point where I actually said to my missus today, if I've got some time over the weekend, I'm going to watch it again. Oh, that's surprising. Yeah. I thought you might um, like it, but like not want to watch I, it again. I didn't find it overly horror. I didn't find it overly gory or anything like that. I, no. I found it easy enough to follow along. And the relationship with David Tennant and his assistant had me giggling. <laughs> where he's like, and do this. And she's like, fuck you. And he's like, fuck yeah. Because really. <laughs> <laughs> you know? so, I just, I, I, I love David Tennant and I've seen him in okay. interviews and everything and he's just great. So yeah, um, I would definitely watch it again. And if I was one of those ones that watched horror movies and stuff for Halloween, I'd probably dust that one off once a year to watch. Okay. 
I, I really did like it. I'm not going to say, but I think that part of the reason was, let's face it, it wasn't gone with the wind or anything like that. But anything with Tony Collette in it is great. And David Tennant. Yeah, I thought it was very, 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 very good movie. It's not a favourite and it probably never will be. But if someone said, oh, have you ever seen Friday Night? I'd be like, yeah, and you have to watch it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the movie that I gave you mm-hmm. was uh, 1995 movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. To Wong Fu, Thanks for Everything, Julie Newmar. What did you think? And be careful because drag queens do listen to this. <laughs> what did you think of the movie? Okay, so I went into it knowing nothing about it. And then I had to obviously go and rent it. I'll take that $2.99 whenever you're free. And take it out of the five million. <laughs> and so my first thoughts, because I read the description just like as I was renting it, and I saw it had Wesley Snipes, Patrick Swayze, and I was like, "What? This is supposed to be a drag queen movie?" I downloaded it. My first thoughts were when they were getting into drag, like the first scene. They made it like a very sensual process. Like there was like sexy music and there were just, whereas like I've seen drag queens beat and most of the time it's like, like it's, it's, I I felt it was a bit um, different. But the song at the beginning, because it's got a great soundtrack. The song when they're actually doing it, I love it. It's one of my favorite songs. And where is the body? (laughs) So... Then I saw Coco Peru and I was like, is that Coco Peru? Because I was like, well, this was made in 1995 and she looks much different. I'm going to take my face to Sweden where I'll no doubt will win the Nobel Peace Prize. <laughs> I don't have many quotes from it. I saw RuPaul. R- Rachel Tension. Rachel Tension. And then I think, what is it? I like the first bit where he goes, he goes, I think Patrick has to, uh, Wesley, why is a little Latin boy drag crying? Why are you crying? Ask a little Latin boy, why is he crying? Little, little Latin, Latin boy, boy drag. drag. Why are why you crying? Because you <laughs> you're just so beautiful, you know? Oh, is that all? <laughs> <laughs> I like that part. My other favorite quote was when a gay man has way too much fashion sense for one gender, he is a drag queen. I found, oh, Robin Williams is John Jacob Jiggle and Harbour Schmidt. That was uh-huh. funny. <laughs> oh, you spoke French. How by? <laughs> <laughs> and then I I don't know. Like I liked the movie. I thought it was it wasn't as funny as what I feel they could have made it. I don't know. I it lost me when they got to the small town because I completely forgot as like why they were traveling. Like I just it was I kind of had a Connie and Carla moment. Like it felt very similar. And then the the boys in the town that was just really what did they just hang around and wait to assault women like it was just a really strange town where these four or five boys would just show up out of nowhere and just be like looking at like they didn't even have lines did you recognize who tommy was the main assaulter i'm gonna say yeah, yeah. yes i just couldn't remember what he was off that i've watched recently because i have watched something he... with him recently was the teacher in Never Been Kissed. He was too. That's where he was, yes. I was going to look that up and then I completely forgot. But, yes, he looked familiar and I was like, okay, I know that face. 
like I like the whole story, like the the town, and I f- I found the the wife that was getting beaten by her husband a bit like redundant. I'm I'm unsure why that needed to happen. Don't say that. I don't know. That is the amazing Stockard Channing. Rizzo from Greece. Yeah, I know who Rizzo is. Like, I just feel that that storyline wasn't necessary. She needed to be in the movie. Oh, I've, like, I think that she, to the plot. she needed to be in the movie, but she needed to Miss not be such Peter a pussy. Bohem. Oh, she was an abused woman. Back off, Virgil. I am a drag queen. I don't know. I liked it. And mm-hmm. I would say to someone, watch Tu Wong Fu. I probably wouldn't watch it again. And Shazza also liked the dress that Chi Chi Rodriguez was wearing right at the end when she the gets white dragged. one. Yeah, yeah. I th- and that was confusing to me. I'd rather just would have seen the whole pageant and the movie go for twenty minutes longer. Like, how did Chi Chi end up winning when she wasn't in the competition? It was very confusing. I, I think it was maybe like maybe the next year or something. No, like I wasn't a huge fan of it i liked it but i just i wasn't when she gets out of the car and starts running and wesley snipes turns around and says look at her she's running like she's running towards the border yeah there was a few little racist remarks that he yeah right funny. i preferred hercules returns and that's fine that's, yeah that's fine that's great because it's a fantastic movie but look i'm all for patrick swayze and wesley snipes to be in drag again obviously one of How which great is could Patrick Swayze in drag? I, they pulled it off really well because I've only seen Wesley Snipe do Blade action movies. Yeah. <laughs> but when it. they're when they're when they're at the Chinese restaurant after the they've won the thing and they're walking through and Naomi Campbell goes, "I wish I was as beautiful as you," and Wesley Snipes goes, "You're not." <laughs> <laughs> so I understand what message it was trying to get across. And I liked the message. I just, it just wasn't, it just wasn't my movie, I guess. How are we friends? I don't have to like every drag movie. I've, I've given you two movies with drag in it and you fucking ragged on both of them. No, I just, they're just not for me. Not like everything. If we were similar and everything was the same, it'd be boring. What have you got for me this week? You oh, sorry. What's rating? Rating? Sorry. Yeah, yeah sorry. I was just- rude. I switched off because you didn't like it. <laughs> With the, it's not that I didn't like it. <laughs> Just wouldn't watch it again. With the cast, it lost me on the story. Kept me going with the like little bit of humor that it had in there. I'm gonna go three, three toasts. Wow, really? Yeah, like I didn't, I didn't hate it. I just didn't it love it. Half a, half a slice worse than Hercules Returning. You liked Hercules Returns. Yeah, I know. I'm just the cast gets it up there a little bit. I go on. I go on a few factors in my rating. My rating is very complex. Anyway, so is your taste in movies apparently too. Yes, it is. <laughs> very. So, so, what do you have for me this week? I so, really don't look forward to this. Next anyway. week is our, of course, Halloween special. Uh-huh. We will be dressed up. Yes, you will be. So you, I, you got, I, I forgot. You got, you got a week to sort your shit out. I forgot. All right. So I have a few options because I'm not sure if you've seen them. 
pretty sure the one that I'm about to say you've seen. So I'm going to go with I Am Legend. Have you seen that? With Will Smith? You don't like Will Smith? He bitch slapped fucking what's-his-face at the Oscars. No, who cares? I can't stand Will Smith and his wife go to the opening of a fucking car door. Okay, well, I can give you another one that's actually a good one. Um, I mean, no, 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 no. You gave me I Am Legend. That's fine. It's not. I wouldn't consider it a horror, horror movie. It'd be more in the lines of Fright Night, just a bit. Uh, it's okay. about zombies. Okay. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. Like, I just, I don't like Will Smith. So be prepared for a fucking. Hmm? Get a so whole when... chicken shop of roast chickens ready. Because <laughs> you base some of yours on the casting, right? And mm-hmm. I do too. Mm-hmm. Will Smith's in it. So it'd have to be fantastic to bring the rating up in my book already. Mm-hmm. What have you got for me? Oh, it's my turn. Sorry. <laughs> oh, so I, 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 I've been tossing up between two. I'm not sure whether I should just give you an out and out schlocky horror movie or whether or not to give you a gore suspense shit your pants type movie. I prefer not because I like sleeping. Okay. It's on Amazon Prime. It's called Hello, Mary Lou from Prom Night 2. Okay. I've seen Prom Night. Is that the first one? No, I I was just telling my wife this too. I actually remember saying to my friends, I, I don't know if I should see this movie because I haven't seen the first one. Mm. Right? It's not a sequel. Okay. And you'll find out when you watch the movie. Hello, Mary Lou, Prom Night 2. I guess mm. we should uh, discuss, did you watch... Drag Race UK. I did my homework. You did your homework. You pull up my notes. Oh, you actually, I love how you do that because I've only ever written down notes twice. I was going to start by saying that this was actually quite an interesting episode. Yes. I'll give you my notes on what I wrote whilst the reading challenge was happening. It was nowhere near as long enough. Like they got maybe two jokes out each, but they do have the untucked in the episode so I get they're trying to cut it down anyway so I wrote this is what I wrote I wrote each of the queen's names and I wrote little notes next to them I wrote cheddar shady shady I wrote Mm -hmm. baby actually funny Dakota hit and miss black pepper had some good ones pixie polite picked her to win as soon as she said baby I'm pro-choice LaFille was eh. Danny Beard was funny and John Best Blonde that's his name didn't even realize he was in the competition the Irish one yeah (laughs) I literally forgot he was in the competition until he stepped up. Uh, that was my thoughts on the reading. Wasn't overly impressed, but I'm still invested. So mm-hmm. They announced that they were going to do a rusical. Larry Poppins. Larry Poppins. Who won the reading challenge again? I forgot. Pixie Polite. Right. This is why I write notes. Sometimes it's impressive if you can just do it off the cuff, you know. Did you? Obviously not this week. Obviously (laughs) not this week. (laughs) She got to assign the roles. Did she give herself Larry Poppins? Mm -hmm. Yep. Danny Beard was given the chimney sweep character. Mm -hmm. Realised that there was actually quite a lot of dialogue. Wasn't too sure if she was comfortable with it. Approached Danny Beard to swap roles. Dun, dun, dun. Well, Danny Beard offered 
let's get that. So in this episode, mm-hmm. Danny Beard actually became my favorite. With his interaction with giving Welcome his Welcome to the team. <laughs> with giving his part to Pixie Polite, he was just so blasé about it. He's like, yep, you take it. Yep. Basically because he knows he's going to kill no matter what he does. But anyway, his interaction with Giovanni, the dance instructor, was super cute. Yeah. <laughs> Can we just say that no one is a dancer this season? No. Uh, not a choreographed dancer, but they can sort of do the run, uh, do the lip sync. But yeah, anyway. And then Danny Beard's runway, Plant Daddy realness, right? Amazing. Right. Pick that he was going to win. Uh-huh. Um, just with the runway alone, he would have won, even if he bombed uh-huh. the challenge. But uh-huh. yeah, he became my favorite this week. Plus, he was very aware of. He read the room really well. Mm-hmm. when um was a baby who wasn't doing very well and they were like oh but you know you and he's like no let's I, I don't want to go yay for me when there's obviously something happening yeah right and this is why I, I really like Danny Beard and have done for the last couple of weeks now because whether it's in drag or out of drag absolute sweetheart of a human being well he's Miss Congeniality if they do it but I don't think they'll do it yeah for sure one of the things that I actually mentally noted was the chick from, is it Ted Lasso? That was one of the, that was yes, a judge yes, today. Yes, yes, yes. Her whole persona through the whole thing would be me if I was in the judging thing. Cause it was like, <laughs> like that would have been me. And I, and like, she was dumbstruck and starstruck and a whole bunch of other strokes. Mm-hmm. And that definitely would have been me because I just would have been, if I was sitting in that judge's chair, this would be me. I will say though, uh, Danny Beard deserved a win. Don't get me wrong. Danny Beard's runway, fantastic. I, and I, I there was an audible gasp when Danny Beard came around the corner. I went, <gasps> it is. But I also did the same thing with Lafleur, Lafleur, <laughs> who yeah. is doing the slightly draggy from The King and I. Yeah. See, because I love that movie. Okay. And I love it. Like, you know, it's it's a beautiful musical and and all of that. So the fact that could have come out as the Deborah Carr character, but actually came out as the King of Siam, I thought it was very, very beautiful. And like the beating with the head piece and all of that was lovely. But Danny B barking slayed that Mm -hmm. whole episode. And then we had the final two that we were down to the bottom two, which was Baby mm-hmm. and Dakota Schiffer. Then we had a lip sync where it could have gone, could have gone either way, kind of leaning more towards one than the other, but could have gone either way. Yeah, I think Dakota. The walk off off the stage, like yeah, like, and then the hello. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because like the look on Michelle Visage's face was the same look on my face. It was like, what's just happened? Yeah, and then she pops around again and does a hello. And I'm like, oh. RuPaul is about to announce who was going to stay and who was going to go, and then Baby interrupted Ru. She had a Valentina moment. She did. However, keep the mask on, please. Yeah, but this was different, and this is where full props to Baby realized that. The competition, the pressure and everything was getting to her to the point where her mental health was becoming a factor 
and decided to gracefully exit to look after herself. I think it was extraordinarily brave. I think Ben de la Creme kind of did the same thing because Ben de la Creme kind of felt like the pressure and all of that other stuff, but didn't quite articulate it the way that baby did. And baby was like, I've had a great time and everything, but it's just getting to me and I need to look after me first. Mm. Right. So she leaves, leaving Dakota uh, Schiffer to stay. I think Dakota Schiffer was gone. And I think Dakota Schiffer knew it too. I think there was also a thing of, and the reason why Baby did it at the time that she did was basically to save Dakota Schiffer as well. Her mental health's going okay and she can stay in the competition and I can't. And there's no use. Once you hear the words, you're out of here, that's it. You know, there's no there's no turning back unless they do something where you can come back, but they don't do that in the franchises. Like if Dakota doesn't pull something out her ass next week, she's just going to be in the same position. Mm-hmm. Because even Cheddar Gorgeous, I think, read her for it, where she was mm-hmm. like something about her makeup, like put some damn makeup on. We know you're pretty, but put more makeup on, something like that. She knows that she needs to drag her makeup out, not just be this pretty little thing. I've said this when we've recorded previously. Yeah, I have said did. this. Whether in drag or out of drag, it's the same makeup. It's just like it's almost like a natural face. Yeah. And everyone's drag aesthetic is different. However, when your makeup skills look exactly the same as, you know, the lady who works on the 13th floor in my office building, are you showing growth? Because I don't think in some respects she is, which is why I think she was going home. Yeah. I think uh, RuPaul was ready to pull the trap door and send her on her way down the poop chute. She's definitely at the bottom. If she, I, I'd be surprised. Unless, A, she picks up her, her, her mug, like beating her face game and actually starts enjoying musicals. Because be... how many times did she say that? Like, I, I don't like musicals. Like, it's more times than you've heard me say that I live in Melbourne. I don't think so. I think it'll be John Best Blonde and Dakota Schiffer next week lip syncing. I don't know. I'm going to say Dakota Schiffer and who was the other one that was safe with Cheddar? Wait, I didn't see next week's. It's Snatch Game! Okay, good. Thank God. Snatch Game! Thank God. Mm Mm-hmm. See, this is where Dakota Schiffer doesn't like musical theatre. Dakota Schiffer doesn't like acting. Dakota, Dakota Schiffer was like shit at the reading challenge. Like what is Dakota Schiffer going to pull out of a freaking backside to be able to get to the top in this one? I can't wait to see what Danny Beard comes up with. Although I'm going to say with his accent, John Bond could be funny. Hmm. Depends on who they choose though. But, I think um, I think Bill might surprise us in Snatch Game. Nah, nah, nah. I reckon next week's bottom two, Dakota Schiffer and Lafleur Um <laughs> You need to get the name right. <laughs> I do, um, just in case she ever comes on our show. Um, or the other one that was safe with Cheddar. I can't remember her name. Black Pepper. Thank you, Dakota. Black Pepper possibly next week or Dakota and Lafille next week. I reckon they're going to be the bottom 
it's going to be one of those two combinations. I don't know. I, I feel like LaFille's going to pull something out. I'm going to put LaFille at the bottom, but it'll be LaFille, Jumbess, and Dakota at the bottom, I feel. Okay. Either one of those combos. Probably. I can't wait to see what Danny Beard does. I know I've already said it, but I really can't wait to see who Danny Beard does. How many times have we had one of the favorites and they go into Snatch Game and they shit? Oh, but you know, the, but the, the Vivian was one of the favorites and fucking blew Snatch part, Snatch Game out of the water. She blew the Snatch. She did. She did. She blew the Snatch right apart. And you know, and bag of chips, like one twice, yeah. right? So there are some favorite. Jinx is always a favorite. Jinx is always a favorite. Am I am I boring you? You are. <laughs> I'm just tired. Fair enough. All right. So our pillows, Hero Huggers by Rennie. Hero Huggers by Rennie. Please buy them from the Etsy store, Hero Huggers by Rennie, because... And start getting in now because, like, um, Hero Huggers has been advertising. You need to start getting in now for your Christmas orders mm-hmm. so you can get them in time for Christmas. They're a, it's such a good idea for a Christmas present. I think I've got, like, four in my car waiting to go. I've got people in mind. You're not one of them, but I've got people in mind. Also, Hero Huggers by Rennie. She also is obviously the fabulous Wonder Mama. She's walking towards the Oxford Street. She does drag and draw and drink. Drink and draw and drag. Drink um, and dra- drink and draw w- with drag. Drink and draw with drag. Mm-hmm. Um, she was on last week, the show, so if you haven't watched that or listened to that, go do that now. And also don't forget to, if you want an autographed copy of one of her three books, if not all three books, Go to the Fabulous Wonder Mama Etsy page <coughs> to buy the books uh, Parade Pandemonium, the fabulous story of Wonder Mama, and It's Okay to Be Me. Please buy them. If you watched last week's episode or you listened to last week's episode, you will understand that the Fabulous Wonder Mama is a fantastic human being and deserves everything she gets in the good way and these books need to be out for everybody to know about because they're great books the local drag shows coming up this week well thank you very much for asking i have a list local drag shows coming up this week uh drag in the dark darlinghurst road grove bar pots point every saturday night 8 30 p.m with an immersive drag cabaret experience with victoria mamie and a very special guest each week every saturday night until october 29 tickets are available on humantics death becomes her with Elawara and roxy horror at the vault november 19 tickets are 35 dollars also in November, Charismatic will be performing in Soiree, the Drag Circus Dinner Cabaret. The 11th of November, Club York, 95 to 99 York Street, Sydney, from 6 p.m. to 10.30 p.m. Every Wednesday night at the King's Cross Hotel, Maxi Shield hosts the Big Fact Hunt Trivia Night, starting at 7 p.m. Vanity and Maxi Shield's Suva Jubilee. Uh, it's going to be uh, in three places. So anybody who lives interstate and you live in Melbourne or Adelaide, this is your part. This is where you listen. Melbourne, 2nd of December, 2022 at Chase's Nightclub. Adelaide, the 3rd of December at Mary's Poppin. 
and Sydney, the 4th of December at Beresford Hotel upstairs. Tickets are available from the ITD events page. All shows start at 7 p.m. It is obviously for Vanity and Maxi Shield to celebrate 25 years in drag. Thank you, everybody, for watching us today on this episode. Thank you for watching us on YouTube. Please don't forget to hit like and subscribe on YouTube. We moved from 23 to 24. We got mm. another subscriber. We need more subscribers, please. Don't tell us you like it. Hit the like and subscribe button, please. Don't forget to find us on Instagram at Drag Me Out Official. Yeah, uh, that's what it is. And that's what it is. And it's Drag Me Out Official on TikTok, but we haven't really been doing much in the TikToks, have we? I haven't really been doing much reels, and that's usually what I post on the TikToks. Um, okay. So I've been kind of busy. Okay. So if you're listening to us on one of the podcast platforms, don't forget to give us a five-star rating and say something nice about us in the reviews. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, <laughs> anywhere where you find good podcasts, bad podcasts. As I said to you, if you think that our podcast is bad, and you're listening to us on episode 10, you're full of crap. So just give us the five fucking stars that we truly deserve. And we want to thank everybody for listening to us and showing support. Don't forget any upcoming drag artists. If you want to reach out to us, let us know what you're doing. If you want to have an interview, if you want to come and just chat or just let us know anything about you. Please don't forget to DM us on Instagram at Drag Me Out Official, or you can actually hit Haley or myself up on our private accounts. Episode 11, next week will be the Halloween episode. I now have to remember that it's not three weeks away like I thought it was, so I'm going to have nope. to get my shit together. Otherwise, I'll just be turning up as a podcaster. Thank you, everybody, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. We love Bye. you all.